You're listening to Sports and More with Chris and Tom. That is refreshing. Welcome back. It's the guys with the faces for radio and the voices for a silent movie. This is Sports and More with Chris and Tom. I am Chris. And I am vacation. Tom. <laughs> I got my Hawaiian shirt on. The hat is backwards because I can't find my bucket hat. And I am sipping on a cool beverage this evening. Um, I'm not actually on vacation right now, but vacation mindset for the win. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, sir. And if you guys heard the intro music, tell me how awesome it sounds. I couldn't hear a darn thing on OBS, so I was just guessing right there. So I was in the dark just really, Tom was. Yeah, I couldn't hear it. So, <laughs> also, if there was a gap between when the music ended and when we started talking, you're welcome. You're for welcome. That. So, technology we are still issues. Here, so, <laughs> gotta love it. Yeah. So, but uh, I, I think the problems that we're having tonight are small potatoes in comparison to what freddie freeman oh, is dealing with about to, uh, today and oh my gosh yeah. so this was breaking news this afternoon mm-hmm. but freddie freeman has fired his agent yep. um uh cory close is that yeah that uh, happened yesterday yeah uh, yesterday was when he fired but like um yeah. so well, what he found out from his agent was that back uh, when he was receiving offers, um, he was receiving offers from the Dodgers, he was receiving offers from the Braves to stay in Atlanta. Um, his agent withheld the final offer from the Braves because he knew it would keep him in Atlanta. Yep. And he actually disclosed that to Freeman uh, yesterday. And oh my gosh. Like talk talk about you know being in a hard place and like he's he's got to be feeling Freeman's got to be feeling so many emotions. Obviously fired him on the spot because how can you keep that kind of information from someone? It's like, mm-hmm. hey, you know what? They want to pay you a lot more money and you don't have to move across the country. Like and and granted, you know the people of Atlanta still love the guy. Oh yeah, but like j- just imagine how Freeman's feeling like I didn't have to pick up my family and move, but he put me in a position by not telling me this very significant piece of information mm-hmm. um, that I ended up feeling the need to. Well, like, it was a significant enough amount of money that it would have, like he, his agent said it would have kept him in Atlanta. Well, like, just think um, about what was left on the table. It was a five-year, $140 million contract, I believe, was left on the table. And I believe his mm-hmm. age, the original offer was for five years, 135 The agent said, not good enough. You have one hour to respond and, or, or else. They then the brace him with a five-year, 140 and then he said, not good enough. And that was the end of the negotiations. They didn't have to at all throughout the, the, that whole, like, one-hour time span. Think about that. That's what happened. The, the agent torpedoed the deal himself. No, no conversation with Freddie about that at all. It's horrible. Deserves to be fired. And as I was telling Chris before we got started, honestly, I I think that's almost worth a blacklist from players. Like any player that currently has him as an agent, get rid of him because this guy clearly has a toxic trait Mm -hmm. of not relaying information. And who knows what else he hasn't 
provided to other other players who's who he's an agent for no matter the the right. you know uh dollar amount or the right. the level of um caliber of the deal i mean obviously the freddie freddie freeman like he's a huge guy in the league and he, it was a huge amount of money but who knows if this has happened with smaller guys and you know maybe a, a couple hundred thousand is even more significant than five or ten million for a guy like freeman or or um someone else the like I mean, when you're talking about like lower, uh, like guys just getting started out, a couple hundred grand even, or, you know, 50 grand, that's, that's something that they want to know about. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, who knows what this guy isn't telling players. I, I'd say if, if I were advising players, get rid of the guy. <laughs> yeah. Fire him now. And then just like any player that is looking for an agent, just he, he needs to be blacklisted from the MLB, not by the, the commissioner's office or anything like that, but. I mean, just knowing how toxic this situation is, he doesn't deserve to be a player's agent. No, he wanted the money for himself because he he knows the bigger the contract, the bigger the cut the agent gets. That's all he cared about. He was not thinking about what Freddie wanted, which is just no bueno. If you want the agent who's going to get you the most money, that would be, oh, what's his name? The agent who goes after all the monies. I can't remember his name. He's the agent for Bryant, you know, a whole bunch of other guys who just, Scott Boris, Scott Boris, Boris. Yeah, if you want, Boris, if you yeah. want an agent who's going to go for all the money, no matter what, that's Scott Boris. And he tells you that's his job. Okay. That's what Scott Boris does. So if you want that, go to Boris. If you want to be told what's going on, get someone else. But I assume Boris talks to his agents as well, his clients as well, because he's well renowned as a great agent for players. So. Absolutely. Um, but uh, again, coming down to that communication yep. piece, he does still communicate yep. with his players. Absolutely. So, but um, regardless of that story, I mean, definitely hard position for Freddie Freeman to be in. He's probably feeling a whole host of emotions about the what ifs, the guilt, and probably feeling sad for having to leave. Mm -hmm. He's probably obviously pissed at his agent because he fired him and just a host of other things. Um, but I mean, hats off to him. He's, he's still loved by the people of Atlanta. That just tells you what he did for the, the organization while he was there. But Chris, beyond this, let's talk a little bit about the standings oh, yes. in the MLB. Um, I know this was kind of our intro topic, but uh, let's roll right into a little bit more uh, baseball, nice. and then we'll get into some very summary activity. activities. Right. Not, so, summer with, so not summary with an A, yeah. summary with an E, e. some er, like the season. Yeah. yeah, like the season. And so like times there's baseball standings, and here we go. We got the New York Bankies in first place at 56 and 20. Good Lord Almighty, they're just hammering teams. They have a 13-game lead on the Blue Jays, who in any other division would be in the running for the division. In this division, they're out of it. That's how, that's how bad it is right now for the Yankees and the Blue Jays. Uh, the Twins hold a three-game lead over the Guardians because the Guardians have played six less games than the Twins. Again, baseball's baseball, and rain delays happen. And then the AL West, which is a dumpster fire on top of a landfill because, yeah, the Astros at over 500 and everyone just sucking, even though the Angels have Mike Trout and Shohei Otani. How they suck, no one knows. Even even though they did get into the best Donnybrook brouhaha uh, slugfest with the Mariners where everyone, including the interpreter got suspended for, <laughs> because there was that much of a, of a brouhaha in the NL East. The Mets have a four, three and a half game lead over the Braves who, yes, they have Matt Olson, but maybe for a few, we're giving that little extra boost to take over the Mets for that division. Sorry, Braves that you don't have Freddie to help you out there in the NL central. The Brewers hold a game lead over the Cardinals 
And then the rest of the division is horrible, including the Cubs, who managed to get smoked by the Reds yesterday in embarrassing fashion, because that's what we do now, is we lose to the Reds in embarrassing ways. Although, we can beat the Cardinals. We can do that. <laughs> we can say that, at least. We need, a, we need to change the schedule. 162 games against the Cardinals. Cubs go 162 every year. <laughs> Because we can do that. You know what? That's the one team that consistently, if you're looking back, looking back like that's the one team that's uh, a, a rival and has been good in the can. past, and we, we we like to beat them. Yeah. I, it's, it's one of the few teams like that we can beat consistently. Yeah. I, I don't get it. It's like yeah. every year the Cardinals are good. Well, I mean, at least growing up, Cardinals were yeah. good. Cubs were bad. Cubs beat the Cards. It just it is makes sense of that. It, I, it, I know it would be nice to, if it would happen in the NFL world. Bears beat the evil green yellow team, but that's never going to happen. Right. In the NL bat, in the NL West, what some might call the NL best, although that could be the AL East, be but that's hard because the AL East has the Yankees, and then there's a big gap between them and the Blue Jays. In the NL West, the Dodgers hold a what like a half-ish game lead. Over the Padres, it's hard to tell because the Padres have played more games. So it's hard to, again, hard to gauge things when their team's playing disproportionate amount of games. And then the Giants and then the Diamondbacks and Rockies. Like, again, we can't rag on main teams time because the Cubs are worse than both the Diamondbacks and the Rockies. So we're kind of yeah. we're kind of stuck saying, oh, well, we can at least say we're not the Reds or the A's. The A's. We're not the A's. The A's are another team. We, we, can, we can say that. We're we not the A's. That. That's all we can say at this point because the only other team worse than us right now is the Reds. Reds and A's. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> yeah. And we still lose to the Reds. Yep. So, yeah, so there's it, that. It, it's been great being Cubs fan, you guys. You couldn't tell. We're, we're having such a great time losing games. <laughs> but there you go. It's, it's a joy every day. Just love love the losing life. Hey, hey, hey but this is not a rebuild. We're, this is retooling, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry, better Cubs fans coming out when, we get, when they try to sell us a lie, which everyone can see through is a lie. But, yeah, we're not better. But congratulations to the Yankees for being darn good at baseball and, and who will win the World Series this year because that's what history tells us, that they will win the World Series. So let's just give them the trophy and get it over with, and it's called a season. And now we don't want to watch the Cubs lose anymore. But in saying that, Fair enough, yeah. let's get into Tom has a super topic to talk about today, something he's been holding on to for a while. But let's first go into Tom's takes intro, and maybe you guys can hear it, and I'll just guess when it's over with. Let's get serious. Because this is Tom's Take. Remember, Chris, I'm going to need you back for this one because this is partially a Tom's Take, but also this is uh, a little bit of a debate by the end of it. So first part, I've been holding on to this story for a little while um, and and I found it. It's six months to a year ago. Um, almost now, probably not quite that long. Just, uh, I feel like I would have brought this up last <laughs> summer. I found it, but it's the or- origins of the super soaker. Oh yes. And um, man, it, it is something else. So it was invented by Lonnie Johnson, who was actually um, an engineer for uh, NASA. And um, he uh, graduated from Tuskegee University with a degree in mechanical engineering in 1973, and then a master's degree in nuclear engineering in 1975, and went on to work for the U.S. Air Force and got his first patent in 1979 for a device that read binary encoded information from a photographically reduced scale. So 
it, it became the basics of how CDs and DVDs ah, are read. There you go. That makes um, sense. So there's that. <laughs> but um, it, he kind of had inventing as a hobby. And at, at the time, he was um, working on a new type of heat pump that used water instead of Freon. Mm -hmm. um, uh, to be used in appliances and things of the like. Um, but in the process, he was working on it in his bathroom in 1982 um, using soda bottles and PVC pipe and discovered that um, uh, experimenting with the nozzles and everything that he had developed for the heat pump, that uh, it would spray water a good distance across the room um, through this uh, series of... Um, vessels that he had all attached together with PVC pipe and, and all that. And so he began working on that concept instead of the heat pump um, and made a prototype out of PVC plexiglass and then a, a two liter bottle um, that would end up being the reservoir. And this is uh, what ended up becoming uh, the basic model of what is now known as the super soaker. Mm -hmm. And this uh, prototype that he made could shoot water 40 feet. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, that's, talk about like the OG, just like that. <laughs> they don't make them like they used no. to sort of a thing, but this was in 1982. Um, and he got a patent for it in uh, 1986 and called it the squirt gun. So, um, but what uh, is kind of an interesting uh, thing he's he also has his PhD working for NASA, like I said, but um, there's kind of some controversy around this um, because of uh, the use of his patent and the selling and, and distribution of this product. And um, obviously, this is a huge success mm -hmm. and uh, has sold you know millions, if not billions, worldwide. Um, but Lonnie Johnson didn't uh, get a lot of the residual from what was sold because obviously as, as a patent, he's supposed to have control over who is using that patent. So in 2013, he won a dispute with Hasbro, um, who makes a lot of children's toys and yep. actually distributes stuff like the Super Soaker and the like. Um, and it awarded him nearly $73 million in unpaid money oh. from residual sales. Jeez. Like that is a pay and, and he's still working. He's still developing he's still inventing and, and working today it's it's incredible um but uh he just the thing about that is he was working for the for the air force and nasa inventing was a hobby he was going to work you, you know develop a heat pump ended up inventing probably one of the most popular summer toys oh, of yeah. all time oh yeah easily and easily. that and that brings me to why i wanted to keep you here chris all right Okay, the debate, super soaker fight mm -hmm. versus water balloon fight. Oh, jeez. Which are you taking? Like, this is the summer episode. Yeah. So, yeah. What, I, I mean, there is like an iconic feel to both when you're talking about summer. Like, all right. So, so hit me with the, the pros and uh, cons of both. Oh, I'm yeah. Gonna, I'm going to jump in with you. But like, this is why I wanted you here. This isn't Tom's take. This is Chris and Tom. All right. All right, so the Super Soaker has an advantage, and it's an easier reload. You reload it quick, you get full tanked up, you can go on for, like, as long as you have water in the reservoir in the Super Soaker, which is a major plus, and anyone can use it pretty much, unless you can hold up a five-pound Super Soaker. 
and that's well and even then squirt guns the squirt guns different in, sizes. yeah in small squirt guns the the war balloons now they take a lot longer to get set up and you need something to tie war balloons which is a problem for kids sometimes but it, it is it does take time but the satisfaction you get by chucking those and hearing these splat against people's bodies yes. is fantastic, especially if you're a baseball player and you can throw the, throw it a lot harder oh. than everyone else around you. <laughs> if you team up with your baseball buddies yeah. against yeah. the neighbor kids, yeah. there's no chance. Yeah, you start hurling. And, and yeah. it's, it's fun. The satisfaction, like you said, of like the splat, oh, you know, just splat. hitting someone square Bam. in the back. Or, or even better, the back of the head, yeah. because you know it's not going to scar them yeah. because it's just water. But man, just the, like the it, splash. It may just knock them down beautiful. if they hit them in the head hard. <laughs> if if anything else, they're just going to be like, "All right, my turn." Yeah, my turn. Um, you're dead. But, oh man, so yeah. sorry. So two things on on those. So the water balloons, I 100% agree with you that tying them is the worst part of. That's it. the worst part. But now. There actually is um, a device out there, and I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up as I'm talking about it. That you can um, uh, you can fill up. I think it's like um, ten or fifteen or twenty water balloons all at once, and you don't have to tie them. Um, oh, so the, I don't have to like get the special nozzle to stick to the hose to get the water. Oh uh, well, it, it is a special uh, nozzle, no. but the nozzle and the balloon or combined yeah. is like what. Oh. the whole thing that doesn't have to be tied oh that is fantastic um, so hold on i'm, I'm figuring i'm, I'm yeah. looking it up because I, I just thought about this uh bunch of balloons bunch, bunch of balloons, of balloons. Bunch and, of balloons. um basically it's like the uh the nozzle has a bunch of little t uh, straws attached mm -hmm. to it and the water balloons are attached to the end um for 30 bucks you can get 400 oh, of these things 400 <laughs> balloons there you go that are self-tie, that are self-tie basically oh, that saves a lot of time and effort and let, let me tell you just think like in a matter of you know 60 seconds, you could have 400 balloons. Hey, that's awesome. Also, but yeah, yeah, there's also been, oh, did you have a water balloon? Well, uh, yeah, the, the other thing you can do with water balloons, you can't do squirt guns, the water balloon toss that you can do in parties, yes. which is a lot of yes. fun as well. So that is an advantage of water balloons. Yep, you that can, is a classic the, picnic game. The, the battles and then the picnic game of who can toss the water balloon the farthest and catch it without it exploding into... Well, doing what War Balloon does. It goes, it goes pop and you're done. <laughs> right, right. I'm going to say the biggest advantage that Super Soakers and Squirt Guns and, and the like have over Water Balloons is when you're out of Water Balloons, you're done. The, the, the war's over. Yep. Um, all you need for a Super Soaker and a Squirt Gun is a hose or a faucet. Yep. As long as you got you got water, you can keep going. So you can actually probably get more soaked in a, a Super Soaker Oh, fight. easily than in a water balloon. So, and now they've got, all right, so there's like regular super soakers and things like that, but um, have you seen these ones where it's um, battery operated and it uh, fills up and it looks like um, one of the guns from Halo? Oh. Um, like oh. The, the assault rifle from Halo? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it loads up like that and it just basically shoots like little pellets <laughs> of water. And it, <laughs> it actually leaves welts on people. Oh, yeah. So it's not like it's 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 intended for like distance or yeah. just like for, you know, knocking cans over or whatever. But I'm like, that's like, all right, you line up with your buddies there. You take out the neighbor kids. They're, they're in a grunt home crying. So that maybe is a little bit too far. Yeah, but I've seen these used for like pranking, you know, spouses pranking each <laughs> other and just like middle middle of the night shooting them in the butt or something like that. Like, oh, it's oh. awesome. 
but just like the classic super soaker um, you can get these things as big or as small as you want and just i mean there's no limit to what you can do so I, i'm not going to necessarily say that there has to be a winner here but i just wanted to talk about it like yeah. personally i i like how iconic water balloons are but there's just something about like watching the stream of water just like peer over the driveway to the other side I, that that is almost irreplaceable so yeah. I, I i don't know that I, I can go both ways and that's typical tom fashion where he doesn't like to pick a winner but there wasn't supposed to be one yeah, it's, it's all fun i'll go super soaker just because of the ability to reload and keep the work going for a longer time True. as much as i appreciate True. the war balloon as much as i love I, I would love war balloons i love the war balloon fights the super soaker does not have a time limit. It's just a matter of when you person that's enough water you waste in one day. Enough's enough. <laughs> right. Right. Like it, it's more just when mom and dad say, all right, that's done. Or, okay, it's dinner time or it's dark. It's you, not, um, it's not a matter of, uh, all right, we're out of balloons. Let's all go home. We now wasted $5 worth of water. water balloons, let's this. get this. <laughs> right. Yeah. Or we're out of water balloons. Let's go get the yeah. super soakers anyway. Yeah. So, exactly. The super soakers uh, were the backup plan to the water balloon fight. Right. Right. I think if you had to do like one team water balloons, one team super soakers, um, you're going to hit harder with the water balloons, but the other guys might, you know, opposite of the super soakers are going to get more wet. Oh, hey, see what we did. That's all the fun. Yeah, see what we did, I think maybe once or twice was we would use super soakers and then carry water balloons as grenades in our pockets, in our swim trunks, and throw those at each other. (laughs) Because that's how... When you have five boys in the house, you start thinking about crazy things to do with water sports and guns and toys and things like that. You think of crazy war games you can play with each other and see how it oh, yeah. you can make it. So yeah, we did that. That is awesome. Yeah. That's just like, that's all out war. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Well, down in the comments, wherever you're watching, uh, if you can go back to Facebook and leave a comment or shoot us an email, um, what you like about both, or maybe you still, maybe you've got a picture of like a super soaker or these bunch of balloons that you um, currently have at your house. Um, send us pictures, send us videos of you having a water balloon fight, having some fun at home. Um, either post it to our Facebook page on this post, just uh, comment it, or send us an email and maybe we'll feature it on the page just because it's summer. Summer is time for fun. Um, and speaking of fun, Chris, it is the week before the 4th of July. So. Um, why don't you take the lead on this one since, yeah. you know, it, it, I took, I did a lot of the talking in, in Tom's take. So, um, lead us into our next segment, um, and, and tell us what it is. Yeah. So this idea came to me when, after Tom gave us idea of like super soaker war, like, Oh, that's a great idea. And then so I thought of like, I think either at the same time I got the text message from him or like the day before, I'm like, you know what? No one talks about enough is movies to watch on the 4th of July. And that's because there are some people, either because they're, they're special needs, like autistic, things of that nature, who can't deal with a lot of noises of fireworks, and it just causes havoc. Or you don't like fireworks because you're a weirdo. And I just, so I had to go there because there are people who don't like fireworks. And very frankly, unless you are have issues with loud noises, I don't get it. I like things that go boom, quite frankly. And my... Well. Or epileptic. Yeah, epileptic. Like, like, the like, the like, flashes like, that, that again, can do something. Those, again, those or, are good or, reasons. Or if, like, I mean, good reasons. Yes, yes. The, we're not saying that there's not good reasons to not like fireworks. But there, there are, are. But there are reasons that don't make any sense to me. Like, I, I, but like, I, oh, it's too, it's too pretty. 
yeah, yeah. There, there, <laughs> I don't know. I'm... I don't know. I can't think of. I can't think of many outside. Like I'm actually have. I actually am special needs. I can't. And they can't deal with the here. The a lot of booms that. Sure. Truly understand. Cool with that. It's the people who are just like who are just the normies who don't like it. I'm like, all right, hang on a second. Time out here. These are things that go boom. What's there not to like? And but or you or you like me and have a dog who hates fireworks and hides in the house. And because you are the person, you have to be in the house with the dog. Otherwise, the dog's going to lose their ever-loving mind. So I end up watching a lot of movies on 4th of July. So I thought we could talk about movies people can watch on the 4th of July if you can't go outside with your dog. And one that came to mind that is a fun one that's not necessarily 4th of July related, but is America related, is Captain America the Winter Soldier. It's a fantastic watch for the 4th of July. <laughs> yes. Thank you. I'd say any Captain America movie, but specifically favorite ones of Winter Soldiers. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So I just think we can go back and forth like movies you can think of that would be fun to watch. I've got I got five movies that off the top of my head. These are the five I would watch on Fourth of July. All right. So all right. So you started off with Captain yep. America, yep. Uh, Winter Soldier. I'm gonna throw um, Sandlot out oh, there. Oh yeah, good one. Just like yes, it's got it's got the one fireworks scene. But it's it's summer, it's yeah. baseball, it's fun, and it's classic. So I I, I think that's just um, all you need really when you're looking for something that is like it, you're um, not looking to be out with the the fireworks and then enjoy the show out there. But you still want to have something fun to watch that's light. I think that's that's yeah. a great one because to me it just screams summer, which is what you're kind of. Um, out and enjoying at the time anyway. Yeah, that's a good one. That is a good one. So I went, the, the, my next movie is, is the, another direction. It's the more serious direction, the movie Glory, which is the 54th mm -hmm. Massachusetts Civil War. I know Civil War, they, they, yes, they fought during the 4th of July four different, like three different times, but this is also like a celebration of the ending of slavery. It's a great movie. It's a Civil War. It is a good 4th of July movie. It's like, hey, Great, great story to tell, and I it it is very patriotic, which is what the Fourth of July is all about: patriotism, independence, those tea drinking pansies that we had a kick around. <laughs> easy, easy. I mean, correct, but easy. I had, I had to go full um, Al Bundy there for a second there. You went, you went, out, you went full Bundy there. <laughs> full Bundy. Um, we didn't um, break away from that pansy country. Ain't going voting. <laughs> I don't even know where to go from there. Except I'm going to go the I'm going to go the patriotic, the America route as well, and I'm going to I'm going to throw up a tie here because I've talked about these two movies before and like my my top movie categories and things like that. I'm going to put American Sniper and Lone Survivor. Again, it kind of is is two representations of real men and women that uh, and the, the stories behind them and kind of uh, showing I'd, I'd say it's it's stories of, of modern patriotism um, although we're, we're celebrating the independence independence of our nation dating back to 1776 but um, showing that the, the dedication to the nation does not die and and so I'd say like that those are two great stories of of men and women that have laid down their lives and, and really what it represents so much more even than uh, than just those two stories so like that's to, to me that like if i had to stay in and personally I, you know i i like to go and uh watch fireworks or, or go out with the family and things like that but if i had to choose to stay in and watch uh, movies that's one that i definitely throw on the list 
Yeah, and you you mentioned 7076, important year in American history. It's also the name of a a movie, a a musical, as it were. The musical 1776, which is also on this list because it is a musical about the writing of the Declaration of Independence. Yes, it's a musical. Yes, I know some people don't enjoy musicals, but it's a dang good one. It's actually one of the few I enjoy watching because it is about history, and I find that more fascinating than just your generic musical. Sorry, all of you musical people, but I like history <laughs> in my musicals as well so, it makes so, it so it's not like so so not like hamilton no no i i want actual history of my musicals guys <laughs> well all right I, I i'm all right so personally i'm not a huge fan of hamilton but i'm gonna throw it on this list at, no. for some folks that might want something to do um on the fourth and uh, also kill three hours at the same time oh. um oh. Because yeah. I think it's it's out on uh, Disney or something, or you can listen to the soundtrack. But it, I, I don't know why I have such an aversion to it. Maybe it's because everyone loved it, and just I heard that for for a long time, like that's all I heard about it. But so regardless of my feelings about it personally, that's another one that you could throw out. As long as we're talking about musicals, yes. it's another one. Uh, if you're trying to uh, have a more um, historical musical, yep. maybe go your route. If it, more on the entertainment side, but still. Um, get some history as a part of it. Hamilton might be the re- way to go, especially since it's it's newer and has uh, you know more of a recent following. Now, if you want things to go boom on your Fourth of July, you want to see some fun uh, in a movie. I've given you a couple of historical yes. movies. I'll give you one that's fun. That get things that go boom. It has Bill Pullman being Bill Pullman. It is Independence Day. It is the 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 classic Independence Day movie. Fantastic movies. Got Will Smith. Uh, uh, what's his name? What's his name? What's his name? Oh, Are we allowed to talk about Will Smith now? We're just talking about he's in the movie. Ever, 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 ever since he. Well, I don't know if I can say words like that on this show, but um, slapped. Slap the heck out of Chris <laughs> Rock. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it's a great movie. I can't remember his name. He's the, the guy who does apartments.com. I can't remember his name now. He's lost. He's Jeff, eh. Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. I know it's Jeff. I know it's Gold. I just can't remember what's the end of the name. <laughs> I was like, I'm trying to I'm trying to think of who you're talking about. And then when you said apartments.com, yeah, like, that's his name. Yeah, Jeff Goldblum. I'm trying to figure out which character. Yeah, you're yeah I know Jeff, Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, Bill Pullman. It's a fantastic sci fi. Independence Day, the great uh, Bill Pullman uh, speech about this is our Independence Day from the aliens. That's <laughs> they're trying to find, uh, they're trying to fight them all in the Fourth of July. Great movie if you want things to go boom and also aliens as well. Aliens because because if you got to make things go boom, you might as well throw some aliens yeah. in there too. All right, another one I'm going to throw uh, in there because um, it's the Fourth of July. It's Independence Day and it's also a very long movie. The Patriot. That's number one. On my Mel list. Gibson. Number Mel one. Gibson. That's number one. Great movie. So long, but great movie. It is a classic. Isn't it like four hours long or something like that. Yeah, it's like four hours long. It's not very historical from the perspective that the main character doesn't really exist in actual history. So it's like a. Right. But it's a right. great I mean, movie. <laughs> it's a great movie. Love it. Yeah. And also, it has the. the classic Mel Gibson. Yeah. Uh, and Heath Ledger is in the movie, uh, be, being yes, typical, yeah, excellent yeah, yeah. Ac- Heath Ledger, who just is one of the best actors of our lifetime. But he, he nailed it. Yeah. In that. yeah. Yeah. So the Patriot was number one on my list. Like, if you want to watch a movie on Fourth of July, put on the Patriot. Just be done with it. Oh, yeah. 
Now, if you have small kids, don't pun the Patriots. You will scar the small children. Probably not. No, wait till they go. Wait till they go to bed, or there's a bit too much. Yeah, there's a bit too much violence and and some swearing in the movie. A bit, bit too much of that. Just a little bit. Little bit. Just, just a wee bit. Just a wee bit. Mel Gibbs is not known for being gentle with the violence. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> Braveheart. <laughs> yeah. Freedom! <laughs> Freedom! Oh, man. That, that's just that's another one. Just why, why not? If you're watching The Patriot, just make it an all-nighter and watch yeah. Braveheart, too. Oh, yeah. That'll be um, a whole two-day event. So, and these are all things like, you know, Fireworks shows typically last like what a half hour, maybe an hour yeah. at most. That's a lot of fireworks. Um, if you're watching an hour long fireworks display, um, what town are you living in? Mm-hmm. Because that th- that sounds like they're blowing all, like a million dollars on fireworks, and I want to witness it. But I mean, typically a um, fireworks show is going to go run you about a half hour. So all of these movies are obviously going to go longer than that. Yeah. So we're not uh, saying like. It's a one to one direct replacement. You could do both if you want. You could watch. You could go and watch the fireworks and then come back and watch a movie. But we're also saying like, hey, if the, the family that doesn't want to watch the fireworks wants to start a movie and you want to join afterwards, or someone wants yeah. to join afterwards, like here's one that you can get started on. So, um, especially ones like The Patriot. Yeah. I mean, long. You're, yeah. You got plenty of time to watch the rest of it. Or so. maybe you're just at a family party. Yeah. Or you're at a family party and everyone's having fun outside but you have neighbors blowing off bottle rockets things of that nature in the backyard and you're just like in the house because your dog is psycho. So you're just stuck with there. Want, want to have something on in the background I, that everyone can kind of just like uh, it's background noise but they can watch it if they want. They can go outside if they want. So that's, that's what is great about um, you know having a holiday to celebrate is um, there doesn't have to be a set plan. And this is coming from the guy who loves to have oh, a yeah. set plan. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm the guy who's had to spend 4th of July at home like the last few years just because I know my dog just hates it. So I just stayed at home. But this year I'm going to visit the family, see how everyone's doing, especially because mom's in the hospital right now and we got to see how she's doing. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that happened. That was a new development. So mom, hope you're doing better. So yeah. because uh, it's, yeah. But we're going to see everyone. Hopefully... There's not too much things going boom, so my dog doesn't freak out too much. But hopefully, there's nothing going boom that keeps me happy. So because I like I like fireworks, I I, I, oh, I miss yeah. blowing things up. That sounds terrible. But blowing things up. That sounds terrible. But did I, you ever did you ever set off your uh, or, or do no, your no? I, I kept forgetting to do it. The, the problem was it was like hey, you you own your property now. Yeah, so. I know. I can just blow it up now. I mean, let it go boom. You go boom, you go boom. I, I, I like um, I like things go boom. As you guys know from when we talked about things that the others that Tom and I talked about things that we don't know about each other, I did have a or do have a membership to Fandom Fireworks. So yeah, I do like things to go boom. That's right. That is right. I forgot you had that. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Because you're 14 years old. Anyway, 14 years old. That's all you need to be to buy fireworks in Indiana. Keep it right next to the library card. <laughs> Um, anyway, so um, if we missed one of the movies that you want to have on your list for Fourth of July movies, movies to watch while there's uh, fireworks going on or something just to have on in the background, again, like we said, leave it in the comments, send it in an email. And um, I mean, if it's one that's like a no brainer that we just missed oh. somehow, oh, we'll we'll bring it up the next time we yeah, we talk. We'll just say, hey, 
so-and-so brought this one up. I'm like, man, it's a good movie. Let's talk about that because it's definitely one we should have had on our list. Yeah, so, Mesabrain. No one like that that for us just like clicks like, oh, yeah, we'll talk about it. So, um, but definitely leave your leave your comments um, and, and please, um, you know, share with uh, everyone in the family and get their takes too because maybe you and uh, another part of the family, like you got your, your button heads on what movie to watch. So now you got to have a vote. Um, so, uh, maybe we could be your tiebreaker. Hey, the Patriots wins every debate. Unless every you have time. Small, unless you have small every... kids. Unless you have small kids. Then it... Right. Then, then it's I... Paw Patrol. What? <laughs> then it's Paw Patrol. I su- then I suggest Independence Day. And uh, now that's not my yeah, Independence Day. Yeah, aliens over aliens over the British. Yeah. So. <laughs> but please follow our Facebook page. Like we've been saying, the whole show. Leave us your comments about what you think we should talk. Like if you want Super Circles or or war balloon fights or if there's a movie we miss and also email us at sports and more with ct kevlc kevlc at gmail.com if you have questions regarding the show and as always you can go to our anchor page spotify apple Podcasts, or anywhere that you get your podcast uh, keep us in your pocket keep us on the road with you when you're going for a walk or a bike ride whatever um, or if you're just at home working during the day and want to have some background noise we're happy to join you along the ride we will be your co-worker um so if you are um watching or listening on one of these platforms give us a follow download uh, and and then please like the facebook page like the facebook posts and um share with all of your friends and family we want to become part of your family too not in a weird way at all we'll be be your co-worker and your um second cousin twice removed there you go and we like all of you probably the tens Tens of people listen to ridiculous sticks and rumors on everything from war balloons, water gun fights, Freddie Freeman's contract negotiation debacle, and of course movies to watch on the Fourth of July if you're stuck at home not watching things go boom. Absolutely, the Patriot and Lonnie Johnson is a literal genius. <laughs> so thank you, Lonnie Johnson, for the super soaker. Our next episode's creation date is to be decided. We're going to take a little bit of a break during July. But keep an eye on our Facebook page for updates regarding the next episode, both when we are recording and when it is posted. Um, But until then, as always, stay safe, stay healthy, have a very happy 4th of July, and enjoy that freedom. Um, And Chris, take us to the outro. Absolutely. Here you go. Let me know how it sounds, guys. I don't know what it sounds like anymore. Sports and more with Chris and Tom is brought to you by no one. All non-original thoughts and ideas were properly noted during each segment.